And now, on Prophetic Faith. gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here at prophetic faith i am pastor robbie baird pastor of accelerant faith ministries in tazewell virginia tonight we're going into part two of volume six of the law of faith that's a lot to say but we have learned so much already about this teaching now what do we say each and every week the law works how many times every single time it is a specific strategy formula that when you put in in the work into motion it works every single time faith is not a chance it's not a roll of the dice God has established this he said everything that he does is done by faith one must believe that he is right and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek you that, that seek Him without faith, it is impossible to please God. So we've been learning about the law of motion. Now, would you agree with me that when you truly believe something, you will act upon it? That I don't care what nobody says. When you truly believe something, or should I say, if you truly believe something, you are going to put forth action behind what you believe. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the law of motion. Let's get on into this message. We are learning about how to put our faith into action to get things moving in our life. Do you need some situations, some mountains to begin to move in your life? Then you want to listen to this message right now, and I'll see you at the end of the program. You know what David did? He didn't sit on the, the couch or whatever and say, well, you know what, praise the Lord, one day it's going to happen. No, the Bible says that he immediately began to start planning. He, he, he started to set aside money for it, billions of dollars set aside for the temple. He started setting uh, aside thing, different instruments, different uh, objects for the temple. He started doing all these things. Now, what was those actions? Those were evidence of his faith. So let me say this again. How do you, what is the evidence of your faith? What is the evidence? It's the action. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't just believe or I don't just uh, say these things because they sound good and they might tickle your ear or whatever. I'd rather just demonstrate them with my actions to show you that these things work. So the next thing you're going to ask me is, Pastor, well, how do I put action to my faith? How do I do that? How do I produce action? Because we've already established that for what I believe in to come forth, to go into motion, I've got to act upon it, right? I've got to. Hebrews 11.3. Look at this. Hebrews 11.3. I'm going to show you. 
It says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So everything, look around this room right now, everything that you see was at one time in the invisible. Everything. But somebody thought about it and acted upon that faith and they manifested it. You see what I'm saying? All right, now go to God's Word translation. Look at what God's Word translation says. It says, faith convinces us that God created the world through His Word. This means what can be seen was made by something that could not be seen. Mm. Alright, here's how we are going to produce action. How do I produce action, or how do I put action to my faith? This is how. You must honor the elder. Turn to your neighbor and say, honor the elder. Honor the elder. Now in society, watch this, in society, what are we taught? We are taught to honor those who are elders, right? You give honor to them, right? That's what you're supposed to do. The same thing is in the kingdom of God. Now what do you say, what do I mean by elder? All right, so we just read right here, what is the elder in this equation? The unseen. Because I just read it to you that the unseen, the invisible, the spiritual was before the physical. Right? You just read that too? Okay. So whatever is before is the what? The elder. Right? It is the elder. So what do I mean by honor the elder? This is what I mean. Watch this. Hebrew lets us know that for us to produce action, we have to put uh, first and foremost in our life what? What is unseen. It has to be what governs us. It has to be what determines what we do and not the inferior, which is the physical. Because the Bible lets us know that everything that we see can touch and, and smell and all this other stuff was created not by things that appear but they were created by things that do not appear. So that lets me know that the elder, which is the spiritual realm, is far greater, come on, it is far superior to any circumstance, situation that you're dealing with right now, right? Because before any of this was, it already existed. That's where faith is. All right, so watch this. Alright, so look at the woman with the issue of blood. How did she... Now, we pre, we're still preaching about it today, how she received her healing. Let's recap. For 12 years, she tried everything else, and the Bible says she only grew worse. Right? How would you like to have a horrible infirmity for 12 long years? She couldn't stop bleeding. Now, anybody knows you bleed long enough, you're going to be weak and tired. I mean, you can't hardly do anything, right? So by now, she's probably near the point of death. But watch this right here. She began to honor the elder over the inferior. 
She began, what did that mean? That means that she began to focus on the spiritual over the natural. She began to see herself healed. <clears throat> now watch this. She, now the Bible tells us what she did. Before she ever physically produced any action, she honored the elder, which means she began to think about touching the hem of his garment being made whole. She began to talk about it. The Bible says that when she talked about it, that word talk or speak of it is Lego. Now what do you think about Legos? Building blocks, right? She was building she was building something. Are y'all seeing what I'm saying? Alright, so, so as she was building this in the spirit realm, the more she honored, watch this, this is what you got to get. The more that she honored the spiritual realm, guess what? She had to act upon it. Let me say that one more time. The more she focused on the spiritual truth, that when she touched the hem of his garment, it didn't matter how bad the symptoms were, didn't matter how bad the condition was, she was going to be healed. She was going to be made whole. The more she focused on that, ladies and gentlemen, she came to the point where she could no longer stay locked up. Now let me tell you what that means. Because guess what? Under Levitical law, she was in quarantine. She wasn't allowed to be around other people because she was uh, ritually impure, right? Because anytime there's blood involved or anything like that, she was impure. She wasn't allowed to be around other crowds. But faith caused her to break that quarantine. She focused and she honored the elders so much that it caused her to act. She came to the point, there is no way that she could no longer stay locked in. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. She had to act upon it. Even though there was a multitude of people around her. Now I need you to see this. Even though that there was a multitude of people around Jesus, she had to crawl through, but she didn't even care. That's what I'm trying to tell you is that when you begin to focus on what really matters, which is the spiritual realm, and which is when you begin to realize that this inferior that you're going through right now, it's exactly what I just said it is. It's inferior, and it is subject to change. I don't care how bad it is. That what you, what you got to realize is that the spiritual realm has the power to change anything that's going on in the natural. Anything. So she had to act upon it, and she did. She showed the evidence of her faith. Yeah, that's right. She, she got a manifestation. That's not what I'm talking about. She showed the evidence of her faith when she acted on it. When she acted upon this. All right, so let me say this. The Greek word here, now in the, go back to the King James for me, Dave. It says the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. The Greek says it like this, that the seen things were made by the unseen. Now why am I saying that? Watch this. That Greek word for made is genomai. <clears throat> 
This is what that means. It means to come into being, manifestation, implying motion. Somebody say motion. Movement. Somebody say movement. Or growth. Let me read that one more time. So the faith, the unseen, the spiritual realm created physical things. How? By movement. How many knows that nothing happened until God, what? Spoke. Everything was created by the spoken word of God. Okay, well as much as that's true, nothing happens until God, what? Speaks. So, when movement happened, the law of motion states what? An object will begin to go into motion when something acts upon it, when something moves it. All right, well here we go. It says that faith did what? It made things which do appear, how? By movement. Somebody say movement. Pastor Robbie, how am I going to get my manifestation? How am I going to get what I'm believing for? By having movement. I, I just don't have any evidence here in the physical. Yes, you do. It's your actions. It's your actions. Glory to God. There are things that are going on in this ministry right now, and I'm going to let you all know here in a little while. But there are some things that God is doing in in this ministry, some planning that's going on. Guess what? There is no physical evidence that this is what God is doing other than the actions that we're doing right now. We're preparing for it. We're getting ready for it. We're planning out. You see what I'm saying? So... By faith, we know that the unseen was put into motion to be seen. Mark 2, 1 through 12. Let's read this. Mark 2, 1 through 12. It says, again, he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. This is a whole different teaching, and we need to do it one day, but this house was Jesus' house. And we'll deal with that one day. All right, it says, And straightway many were gathered together insomuch that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. Faith comes by hearing. And they, came, uh, and they come unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto the press... Unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was, and they had broken it up, and they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto them, said unto the sick of palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Now, let's just stop right there. I was going to read more, but let's just stop right there. All right, so these men. All right, so let's do the backdrop now. So Jesus is in his house. That day he's preaching in his living room. There's so many people there, you can't even get in there. You can't even stand at the door. There's so many people there wanting to hear the good news of the gospel, the word of faith, and wanting to see what Jesus was going to do, right? Well, here comes these men carrying a crippled man. 
Now I want you to see this. They come with the hopes that Jesus was going to speak a word or lay hands on this man and he was going to be recovered and healed. They get there and they can't even get to the door. These men honored the elder, which was the unseen faith, so much that they had to still act upon it. They couldn't get in the front door, so what did they say? We'll just get up on the roof and rip the roof off and lower him down. One way or another, we're going to get what we came for. You'd be surprised how many more people would receive from God if they would have that I don't care what it takes attitude. Come on, somebody. If they would ever come to the place and say, I don't care what it takes, I'm going to get what God has for me. You would receive every single time. But so many times we see opposition. We see the crowd. We see this in our way. And we say, well, you know, maybe another day. These men rip off the roof. They lower the man down. And look what Jesus said. Go back to verse 5 for me, Dave. Look what Jesus said. And when Jesus saw their faith. How do we see faith? What I teach you earlier. How do you see faith? By action. What was Jesus seeing? He was seeing that what they believed so much that they were acting upon it. Was the man, watch this now, was the man healed yet? No. That's why I'm telling you, what's why I told you earlier, I'm not talking about manifestation. How do we see our faith in the physical? We see it by action. Here they are, lowering the man down from the roof, and Jesus, seeing their faith, said, you're going to get what you came for. Because watch this, the law of faith states, uh, once you act upon something, it is put into motion. They acted upon their faith believing that Jesus was going to make this man whole. And it, ladies and gentlemen, it was already put into motion. Now, I could read on down. If you read on down a few verses, you can see where the Pharisees tried to run their mouth about it. I mean, he knows the enemy doesn't want you to be blessed. He don't want you to receive. But guess what? It was already put into motion. Hey, let me tell you something. When you start acting upon your faith, it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter what situation arises or whatever. It's already put into motion, ladies and gentlemen. It's time, watch this, it's time that you act upon your faith. Now, what does that mean? That doesn't mean always a physical action. It starts off with speaking about it. You ought to be speaking about it. You ought to be acting upon it. Come on. You ought to be living it out. Let me tell you something in here today, and I hope, you, I hope this keeps with you, that the enemy could care less what you believe if you refuse to act on it. Could care less. You can go around and tell everybody in your grandma what you believe. Praise the Lord, I just believe God can do this. and God. The enemy don't care. But start acting upon it and you watch him get nervous.
Come on, somebody, talk to me. Start acting upon your faith. Start putting some steps to your, to your belief and what you are speaking and declaring about God. And you watch the enemy start squirming. Because if there's anybody who's dangerous to him, it's somebody that will do something. Somebody say praise the Lord in this house today. It's somebody that will do something. So come on up and play the piano today. So I'm going to say this one more time. Once something is put into motion, it's going to stay into motion. It's going to stay in it. So the law of faith states that when we act upon it, many of you are looking around saying, what can I do? What I'm believing God is so far beyond me. What in this world could I do to act upon it? Whatever God told you to do. Do you know, watch this. This might come as a surprise. But do you realize that all we have to do is just what God said? Nothing more. He says, just do what I tell you. God's got a plan. He knows what he's doing. Just do what I tell you. And when we act upon our faith, you're putting something into motion that can't be stopped. My God, I feel that right now in my spirit. Let me tell you right now. I'm going to say it again. When you act upon your faith, Some of you have acted upon your faith and you've not seen manifestation yet. But you need to realize you put something in motion that can't be stopped. It can't be stopped. It didn't matter what kind of opposition. Like I said, watch this. The woman with the issue of blood, she could have been stoned that day. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? She was breaking the law. She could have been punished that day. But she believed it so strongly that she had to act upon it. And here's the good news. Here's the good news. Now, what I didn't tell you was, I told you that she had this for 12 years, and I told you that she had tried everything she could and only got worse. But the Bible also said that it hurt her Severely financially. She spent all that she had. Now Jesus said something to her. He said, he did not say, your faith has made you healed. He said, your faith has made you whole. You know what that means? All of it. Turn to your neighbor and say, all of it. Praise God. Are you glad for faith? Because as Jesus said, for those who believe and trust in God, literally all things are possible. So you see, faith allows us to operate in realms that the normal man cannot do. Now one thing I want to touch about is that we dealt with in this teaching is how you must honor the elder. Now, in everyday life, we are taught to honor our elders, right? Those who came before us. Well, what we got to understand is, is that things of the Spirit were, came forth and were created before anything that we see in the natural. So 
we must honor, or in other words, recognize and pay attention to the things that are in the Spirit, things that are of faith, instead of the things that are going on around us. When we respond to those things first, guess what happens? The things that you do see in the physical realm begin to change. Now, as we are learning in this powerful teaching, that when we respond by faith, when we put forth action, it is that power that gets behind the thing that we are desiring and puts it into motion, that brings it forth towards you. And that's what you and I want. So I want to pray for you right now, that whatever need that you, that you have, understand, like I said last week, understand and know that God has already met your needs. He's already met them according to His riches. He's not waiting on you to have uh, the sufficient funds or anything like that to meet your needs. Uh -uh. God has already done it. You say, well, what do I have to do? All you have to do is tap into it and respond to it by faith. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I lift up every person that is watching this program right now, Lord. Whatever need that they may have. Father, we've already heard the word. You said faith cometh by hearing. We've already heard the word that our needs are already met. The answer has already came. And that answer is Jesus Christ. Everything that he did while he was here on this earth, every work that he finished paved the way for us to receive what we need even in this hour. Father, we tap into it and we respond to it by faith right now. We put forth action. Whatever your word tells us to do, that's what we're going to do. And I thank you, Father, in advance that these things that we desire in the spirit, healing in our body, financial breakthroughs, peace and joy in situations, this is beginning to be put into motion and is brought towards us and manifested in our life. So I thank you for this now in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen and amen. I want to take this time right now to thank our faith partners as we do every single week. Those of you who have partnered with this ministry, not only financially, but the prayers that you pray for this ministry, I want to personally tell you thank you. Thank you for your continued giving and support of this ministry. You help us get this gospel out to as many people as we possibly can. People need to hear this good news. They need to hear the message of faith. So many people today are preaching messages of defeat, uh, of powerless gospel. As, as Paul said, it is a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. God has given you power, and He's given you victory, and you need to hear this message. Amen. So thank you again. All of those who write us and contact us, we want to thank you for encouraging us as we encourage you. So until then, keep walking by faith. I will see you here right here next week. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at accelerantfaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at accelerantfaith.org as well.
the lame to walk. We command it in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar.